The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to SMB Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we're going to turn our attention to the little guys, the up-and-comers, the builders, and the hustlers. Each day this week, we're going to publish an episode that discusses how small to medium-sized businesses can implement marketing strategies that grow their businesses to compete with the big boys. With us today is Palmer Houchins, who is the Vice President of Marketing at CallRail, a sponsor of the MarTech Podcast. CallRail is the leading provider of marketing software to businesses that want a single attribution platform to capture the journey from visitors to leads to customers. More than 100,000 companies and agencies use CallRail's easy-to-use marketing attribution and conversion intelligence software to optimize their lead generation and improve sales. From tracking calls to website submissions, it's an all-in-one platform that takes the hassle out of reporting with a single source of truth for marketing ROI. Here's the third installment of SMB Week, where Palmer and I discuss how to market SMBs on a bootstrap budget. Palmer, welcome back to SMB Week on the MarTech Podcast. Glad to be here. So far, we've covered a lot of ground. We've talked about what's the difference between a small, medium-sized business compared to an enterprise, how it's a different person running the company, they're resource-constrained, they're focusing on running the entire operation. And yesterday, we talked about some of the marketing strategies and tactics that SMBs are applying to help drive them to success. The takeaway from that conversation for me was the playing field is more level than it's ever been. Small businesses, no matter how small they are, have access to almost all of the same tools that enterprise companies do that are important to marketing their business. Facebook, AdWords, CRMs, email marketing, all of those tools are at a small and medium-sized business owner's disposal. The problem is they don't have the time and they don't have the money to allocate to all of those channels to really blow them out. So as you think about prioritizing where you're investing your marketing efforts, your time, and your resources, let's go through a prioritization exercise of what a small and medium-sized business really needs to be successful. Maybe we'll start off with some of the tools. What are the tools that an SMB needs to successfully market their brand? It's several of the ones that we've mentioned before. I mean, obviously, they're going to need the right marketing toolkit. That's probably some version of search, social, and maybe an email marketing piece. 
beyond that, you want to make sure that you've got a good analytics platform in place. For most small businesses, the free out-of-the-box Google Analytics is going to provide more than enough there. And then lastly, I think depending on the business type, there is a CRM component to a way of aggregating what we're seeing there, keeping it all in one place. Something that's right there, kind of arm's length away, giving you all that customer data that you need. And I think once you bring all those pieces together, it's about understanding how they tie into your business metrics and your sort of business goals so that you can kind of put together benchmarks or KPIs that really are going to be what you want to look to on a day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month basis. So I'm going to break this conversation up into two parts. We talked about sort of the demand generation. You mentioned email marketing. And to me, those are the marketing vehicles where you're getting your, you're reaching your customers, you're getting your message across. And then the second camp is understanding how you're driving success. So when you're thinking about the various tools, you need some sort of a way to build some awareness, to get a prospect to be interested in your brand. We talked yesterday about how that can be Facebook, it can be Google AdWords, right? If you're a business that is locally focused, optimizing your listing using Google My Business, there's a whole host of marketing channels that a lot of them we discussed yesterday that are about driving customers to your front door. You mentioned email as the channel and, and, and that to me thinks about getting to the middle of your marketing funnel and actually nurturing the customers. Talk to me about what you've seen in terms of the adoption, the usage, the toolkit that marketers are using in SMBs to make email successful. Yeah, I think email is a channel that SMBs have realized is very cost efficient. So if you're challenged with time and resources, that is a way that you can very effectively reach a large pool of your prospects or even your repeat customers. A lot of it varies on the business type, but what I've seen is some best practices across the board there are really figuring out a perspective, a point of view, a sort of a voice and tone that you're going to have in your emails. If you're constantly just emailing your customers with a try it now, try it now, try it now sort of approach, you're probably going to tire them. They're going to lose interest. So some of the best email programs I've seen, they're great from a content perspective, a really solid voice and tone. By the same token, they're using that as a way to get those customers to open the emails. And then once they're there, they're typically pretty effective with calls to actions to sort of driving what it is they want to do. And I think when you build up that trust, when you get that inbox that's regularly open to your emails, the ability to really be effective as a direct response marketer just opens wide up there. And I've certainly seen that be the case. I remember when I launched my first startup for the launch announcement, I went and I created an email list of 300 people. They were my closest friends and family. And I sent an individual email manually to 300 people. And it took me almost the entire week. The email tools are more sophisticated now where you're able to send automated emails that are transactional and milestone related. Hey, it's your birthday. Here's a coupon. Hey, you completed your transaction. Here's your receipt. Any sort of transactional email or event trigger based email. There are down market SMB tools that enable that to happen relatively easily. There's your newsletter tools where you're reaching out in bulk. And you can also segment your user base to send emails to a specific class of consumer that you're trying to reach. Someone that has a profile, came from a specific marketing channel, exhibited a certain behavior. Hey, we haven't seen you for 10 days. Here's another email. 
yeah, that segmentation component, I think is really important there. I, I think a lot of times we try to segment by customer lifetime value or what they've maybe purchased in the past. But I do think that a lot of the major players now are giving you the ability to sort of segment based off engagement levels. So there's probably half of your list who only wants to hear from you once a week, maybe once a month, but there's another half that wouldn't mind hearing from you every other day. So thinking about what that right level of customer engagement is, is another factor in there that then just branches into the automation discussion, which is certainly something in the past five years that has really been democratized for the SMB marketplace. Marketing automation was largely an enterprise solution, but at this point, any SMB is going to have the basic building blocks of a good automation or kind of transactional sequence right at their fingertips. And to me, this is where a bootstrapped, resource-constrained, small and medium-sized business owner should be focusing more of their time. It shouldn't be, I need to spend money to drive a lot of people to my website. That is the mistake that I made early and often running my first few companies. I need to build the awareness to have enough people to hope that someone converts. What you need to spend your time on, if you're a small to medium-sized business owner, is making sure that when someone gets to one of your properties, you have all the hooks and triggers to build that relationship to the point where they love you and they're ready to buy. And to me, the focus on the nurture campaign is something that should be done in-house. And a lot of the lead generation and acquisition of new leads can be outsourced or can be something that you focus on down the road. I think the other side of the coin here is understanding who the customers are and building out that segmentation. You mentioned the idea of a CRM. I use a CRM for the MarTech podcast to understand who's writing us, who our guests are, who our listeners are. Make sure that you're managing all of the relationships. Talk to me about some of the CRM tools that you're seeing that are effective and who needs a CRM and who doesn't. I think by and large, most SMBs that are going to be doing digital marketing would benefit from a CRM. But there's a whole range of options out there in terms of how lightweight or heavy duty do you want to go. In my days at MailChimp, we saw customers who are effectively using MailChimp as a CRM. And this was before that had even built out some CRM functionality. But folks just said, hey, I have most of my customer list here. I can integrate with Shopify and see when they last purchased. And I have enough data here that this is effectively a very lightweight CRM for me. And that runs the gamut all the way up to sort of your heavy duty like sales forces of the world, which probably aren't really going to be needed for an SMB. But I do think that what we've seen over the past five to 10 years is folks coming in to more aggressively play in that mid-range CRM space, HubSpot being one of those, and a few others. So I do think that there's a lot of benefit for SMBs in centralizing that information, especially as what's happened with what we've talked about a ton around digital marketing being at everyone's fingertips now and really empowering small businesses to do more is that it's put a ton of kind of point solutions in the typical SMB's lap. And one of the biggest complaints that I've heard over the years from SMBs is my data is siloed. I don't understand how to connect the dots between these things. And I think that a good CRM solution is a step in the right direction there of trying to stitch together some of that data that you're seeing and have it live in one place so that if you're not getting one holistic view of your customer, you're at least getting a better view or a good partial view of what that looks like. So I'll double back. And for anybody who isn't familiar with the term CRM for the small, medium-sized business owners that are listening to this content, CRM is Customer Relationship Management Tool. It's the place where you're able to understand and document what the status of a relationship is 
with a customer. And a lot of the times these tools have the ability to build hooks in so you can communicate with them when they hit a certain status. So think of it as the single source of truth for what the relationship looks like with a customer. And a lot of the times you can email your customers or get in touch with them, figure out what the way to move the relationship forward is as well. Palmer, at the end of the day, when you start to think about making the most of your precious resources at an SMB, what advice do you have for thinking about making use of an email, a CRM, all the customer acquisitions tools? How do you make sure that you're spending efficiently? I think it's also about right-sizing your stack as you get started. What I've seen is some companies launching out of the gate and feel like we've got to have all these different pieces of software there from the get-go. I think it's more about stair-stepping into that. That allows you to figure out which metrics are most important to that business. So I think from an SMB standpoint, that's the most important starting point is figuring out what do I need now? What do I need out of the gate? What do I want this software to do for me? And being able to kind of effectively measure that so that you're not suffering from a software bloat with too many different tools that are just kind of overwhelming your time. And frankly, if you're going that deep into it, it's probably overwhelming your budget a little bit as well. Buy what you need. That's really the solution is don't go crazy. You don't have to have an enterprise tool just to show that you're a sophisticated marketer. Figure out what you need, get the minimally viable solution, and you can always expand those solutions over time. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Palmer Houchins for joining us. If you'd like to hear more of Palmer's tips for improving your SMB marketing efforts, we're going to publish an episode every day this week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and check back with us tomorrow morning when we discuss the analytics of marketing small and medium-sized businesses. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to get in touch with Palmer, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His company's handle is CallRail, C-A-L-L-R-A-I-L, or you could visit his company's website, which is callrail.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests. You can subscribe to our once a week newsletter. You can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is benjshap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.